you should uh, follow like your feelings, your heart, and uh, that uh, like path that uh, your mind and your like soul try to determine you is the most right. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have... A deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019, For two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 280 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, United World College, Harvard University and Minerva Schools at KGI, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kyiv Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Maria Kharolskaya. Maria is a European Eastern Partnership Scholarship winner to study international baccalaureate with a focus on European studies along with history and politics at the Eastern Partnership European School, Tbilisi New School in Georgia. Born in Minsk, Belarus, 
Maria finds learning languages really interesting. So for two years, she put consistent effort into learning German, the thing that inspired her before COVID times was traveling with her family and by herself and getting acquainted with new cultures and places. Maria is into social sciences and she won diplomas of the Republican Olympiad in Belarus, specifically the diploma of first degree in social sciences and the diploma of third degree in geography on Minsk level. In addition, she tried herself in model UNs, so she has a diploma of participating in MUNDP. Her favorite quote is, be the change you want to see in the world by Gandhi. And it was the quote that inspired her to participate in the Ukrainian youth camp mascot 2020. She found it simple, but really, really true. In addition to this, an interesting fact about Maria is that her favorite dish is draniki, a national Belarusian dish. Maria, how are you today? Hello, uh, I'm fine. And you? I feel blessed, blissful, bright, and brilliant. And I want to begin this with more of your emotional side. You, Maria, when you want to feel really alive, to recharge your batteries, to balance your soul, what do you like to do? Hmm. Um, I guess I love to explore something new, of course. Uh, It's something for me to be inspired and to just remain uh, in resource or how it's called. Uh, and as it was mentioned, I love traveling, but for COVID times, it's kind of hard for me. Um, however, it's also can be directed in Minsk, for example, of booking and just explore new places in Minsk and so on. And I guess it also could be people, of course. Uh, that inspire me to be like myself and be around people that inspire me. People who inspire you, are they new people or old like acquaintances that you already know or friends? Mm, I guess it could be like everyone around. So um, most people who are inspiring me are becoming my close friends. So it's kind of, yeah, I love uh, new people, of course. When you meet people, what in them makes them become people who you consider as inspiring and become close friends for you? I guess I see in people this feeling of curiosity. And uh, it's the most essential for me just to be curious and uh, just see curiosity in people. So uh, I think this trait is essential for me and like for my inner clothes. Um, so I love it. Maria, I'm really curious about you as a person. If your friends were to describe you to someone else, what would they say about you, your personality, and the way you live? I guess uh, they will mention that I'm actually open-minded and uh, curious, of course, because uh, for me, the process of studying is really important. And it's not just like studying a book, it's just exploring the world and how it can be various and different. So I think it's the most uh, 
essential uh, trait that uh, my friends could mention. Also, I think I could, I'm a really supportive friend because I can feel people and their like uh, feelings and so on. So I really love to talk and um, be the person whom I want to meet. Tell me more for you, what does it mean to be an open-minded person and what is the meaning really of curiosity in the way that is natural to Maria? Okay, I think um, the most important one in this term is, of course, no fear. In every um, activity or every book that you start, so just not be feared of uh, failing something or not finished and just understand your emotions in that way that uh, you should uh, follow, like your feelings, your heart, and uh, that, uh, like, path that uh, your mind and your, like, soul try to determine you is the most right. And um, if you feel that you need to start new activity and just uh, be the person that uh, you want to be, it's uh, the right place to start. So I guess to be curious and to be open-minded, you just need to be yourself. Thank you. Tell me even more about that, because a lot of people put too much limitations on their thoughts and their lives. What made you not want that? And, well, I'll play the devil's advocate. What's wrong with just living in our comfort zone, just watching TV and doing the minimum? The events inspires me to be uh, more open-minded and uh, my successes inspires me, of course. So I guess the person who um, stand out of their comfort zone, they're more successful and they see it. So, and this success, uh, of course, inspires people. So if you just uh, stop to be uh, on the couch and just uh, stand out and go on the street and meet a newcomer or something like that, you just be free. Thank you, Maria. I love food. It's really tasty. <laughs> it motivates me to enjoy life. So tell me about that dish that you said is your favorite, Draniki, the national Belarusian dish from Belarus. What is it? What's tasty about it? And why do you like that instead of sushi or pizza, which are super cool as well? Yeah, it's actually a really simple dish, and I actually made it quite often. It's kind of a potato pancakes, so it's just a fried potato. Um, so, And I love it because... Uh, because it's simple to make, so I can eat it uh, quite often, rather than, like, for example, pizza. So you need to put much more effort to make a pizza rather than Dranike. Uh, and One uh, second, one second. Do you like simple things? Do you like minimalism? Do you like a life where things are not so complicated? Or is it only about food, so you don't have to eat fast food? You can eat something more healthy or whatever, but it's quick to make. Um, no, I guess it's more about uh, uh, food as like essential need of a human. So uh, if I can minimize my time for doing like food and like uh, drink water or something else, uh, it would be much better for me. That's why I love Draniki because it's easy to make. I like that. And I want to know, look, 
sometimes the healthiest foods, or even you mentioned water, they don't taste that good. And we grew up, I guess, too spoiled in a society where there are so many tasty candies and all that stuff. So eating something less tasty isn't so interesting. Did you, what do you do about that? Do you flavor your food in ways that are really spicy and flavorful, or you just accept the bland food and you're too busy living your life to care, or what's going on? Mm, of course, there is a balance, I guess. Um, but uh, on a daily basis, I love more plain food, of course, because uh, it's, uh, I guess it also could be made. Uh, really tasty with uh, use of spices and so on so so just uh, my opinion here is uh, to uh, minimize my time on cooking and just uh, use more uh, herbs and so on so it would I be- like that you said you minimize your time on cooking mm-hmm Do you try to be efficient in everything or are there things that you want to spend more time on and less on everything else? Uh, I guess it depends on activity, of course. Uh, But for such things that like cooking, it's just an essential thing. I try to minimize time. But for example, the things that I enjoy, like it's walking, could be like reading a book or something like that. Uh, sometimes I can just uh, take too much time on it and just forgot like uh, the uh, duration of time. And yes, thought- it happened to me too. You know, like on uh, Christmas, uh, there's like the huge bag that Santa Claus has full of gifts for the children. Well, I used to have a garbage bag that I will take to the uh, place where they sold used, cheap used books. And the first day of vacation, I will fill it so much. And then I will return like uh, Santa <laughs> full of used books behind me. I was a little kid, you know, with like 50 novels and books and whatever. And I will spend all my vacation reading, reading, reading. And the time was so deliciously spent and so perfect. And I loved every second of it. Do you get to that level of extreme like... I remember I probably have read a thousand books and one girl I interviewed recently, she said she was on her way to complete a thousand books and she has written already three different books as a child and all that. So she's a bookworm who is uh, going to flex nowadays. Are you such a person or tell me more about your love and bookish attitude? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not like a bookworm. However, I enjoy like really good book. And um, it brings me like a sense of nostalgia when I read a new book and uh, I love it because uh, I can compare and so on. Um, However, I much more enjoy like walking on the street, for example, because uh, and actually I can combine it. Of course, I have like a nice park near my home and I love to went there and read a book. So... It's mostly about uh, enjoying things. But uh, uh, I would admit that it's not obsession. Uh, and um, I could become... Why obs- not? Life can be. So do you have an obsessive personality or not? Um, depends on the thing, of course. Um, when um, I guess yes, still. Um, Tell me about it because me too. <laughs> what does it mean for your obsessive personality? And how do you know? Like, what makes you think, okay, me, Maria, I have an obsessive personality, 
so better to obsess about the right things rather than the wrong things. Okay, I guess it's about uh, knowledge and studying sometimes, but uh, I perceive studying not like uh, just a general thing that all people face in school, but more like uh, knowledge, I guess. And I also got inspired by the one of uh, Plato's uh, quote that I know that I know nothing, and I found it really interesting just to think about it. Uh, you know one uh, thing, I, I want you to, you know, to know that I thought about that specific quote a lot. And what I think is, do you know, did you read about those experiments where they put a pigeon and then they give them randomly food and then the pigeon will try to figure out what is the pattern yeah. they need to do in order to get the food? And if it's turning its head to the left, it will think, yes, that's the solution. I'll keep turning my head to the left until I get food again. And it believes in all that. And thinking about it and, you know, uh, emergence and chaos theory and all that, that actually we don't know the cause and effect at all. It's not possible because there are a billion causes and a billion effects and you have to be in the right place at the right time. And even recently there was like a real big scandal in social studies that a lot of the experiments cannot be repeated because they were done in a society or in a group or in a place that affected so much what happened. So to me, I think it's I think about it probabilistically. Let's say one percent of the time I'll get something great, one percent I'll get something really bad. But if I do one hundred, then at least I know one of them will be that one percent really good, and therefore I don't try to think if it doesn't work. Oh, it was my fault, or I'm doing something wrong, or whatever. No, I think it's about quantity leading to quality over time. Do you know what I mean? And what is your thought about this? Uh, yeah, I guess I understood. Um, it also could be related to me and my uh, obsession with um, social sciences, I guess, uh, because uh, I found them really interesting. And for me, it's like a world of uh, knowledge that I eventually could not obtain like fully, uh, but uh, it's more about I guess uh, when you study more, you understand like more, and become it will become easier to learn further. So this is it true? Because if you think about philosophy of science, if you understand more, you're only understanding the valid logic that was invented by those group of people to create their science, when in reality, it's not scientific at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, in science, there is a quote. In philosophy, in such a thing, that you yes. just um, invent a new philosophical uh, development uh, and uh, it will argue with previous one. So there is like many truths in philosophy. <laughs> In reality, you know, what they say is validity, not truth, because science doesn't know the truth. All they say, this is yeah. the theory that hasn't been disproved yet. So this is the best we know, but they have no attempt to know the truth. All they know is this is good enough to get us some results, because that's what if a scientist always says, you know, probably, likely, we, it seems to be, blah, blah, blah. They never say, if they say, this is how things are, that is the opposite of science, because science is only a method to find the least wrong thing and to use it until something less wrong comes through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, it's actually a thing that I found in social sciences, and in that case, particularly in philosophy, interesting, 
because there is no end <laughs> of it. Uh, so it's like in physics, for example, in mechanics. So we know everything about mechanics and so on. But in philosophy, there is no like, and it's like I love universe. It. So you're very curious and you prefer the path of learning and being curious to the arrival of knowing. Is this correct? Oh, uh, yeah, I could agree. Tell me more. Is it okay? Do you like you spoke about new things, new things, but to be successful and to have good uh, like grades, you have to have a boring routine of studying every day and all that. If you could design your day perfectly, would you make it an exciting adventure full of curiosity and new things every day? Or are you okay with that boring routine, but you view those exciting excursions are as something that keeps you alive and not bored? No, it's of course a balance. I love to spend some days uh, uh, with the books and so on, with studying, but I also like like traveling and just exploring new things. It's about like practical and uh, more theoretical ways of getting knowledge. So you should just get the balance there. Why is knowledge important for you? Because I think it's a way of uh, be successful and uh, just be yourself and that's why I appreciate it in people and in myself. What is the relationship between being successful and being yourself? Mm, because I guess uh, everybody wants to be themselves and uh, it's the way of success for them. So of course it's a choice. So if you want to just uh, um, draw, and uh, you feel that your like drawing skills is uh, cool, then you're successful. So it's uh, really correlated for me things and uh, maybe even similar. Thank you. So each one of us defines what success is based on our satisfaction with yes. our work. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So imagine that you are satisfied with something and the way you did it, but everybody else disagreed and criticized, what would you do? Uh, I guess um, I could um, just feel in that way that uh, if it's my way of self-actualization, then it's okay for me. Tell me about your way of self-actualization, because a lot of people actually don't know what they want. They don't know what is the way to self-actualize because they have no specific goal that comes from them how did you find that path how do you know it and how do you know it's your own choice of course uh i don't have like a specific goal that i want to always achieve in my life but uh i just follow my feelings and emotions and if i feel that i want to do this degree in university for example if i want to work in that field that is right for me and that is why I made a choice of uh, be self-actualized and uh, just uh, be myself. So it's important. I like that. Being yourself. Do you know yourself? Um, I guess, of course, uh, fully not. And uh, each day I'm changing and uh, I should admit it. But it's really important to uh, feel yourself and your emotions and just to follow them along with uh, just... Uh, absorbing information by your mind. So if I understood you correctly, it's like 
an iterative or teleological way of being where you're learning every day more about yourself, but also you're learning more about how to be effective in life. And therefore, each are impacting and changing each other every day in a big way. And therefore, you're constantly evolving. Is this right? Yeah, it has no end, I guess. And it's cool, I guess. No, tell me, really. A lot of people actually want that end. They're like, I'll be happy when I arrive to the location X or to the success Y. But to you, it's the journey itself that is so interesting and fascinating. How did you come to this attitude of enjoying the process and the journey so much? Uh, because I have some obsessions in life. For example, um, I wanted to study abroad a lot uh, from like seventh grade or something like that. And when I got there, I'm studying abroad now. I just understood that it's not like uh, the end. Uh, I want more. I want like uh, to uh, study in university abroad. I want to study specific uh, uh, specifically international relations. So I just understood that uh, it can't be an end here and now. That's why I think that uh, the enjoyment is in the this journey. I like that. You know, one of my favorite quotes is, it's better to travel happily than to arrive. Tell me about international relations. Why is it interesting for you? Uh, I guess it was something about my ideas, how to be uh, myself, of course, and just to contribute to the, si to the society that I live. And if I like social sciences, if I like politics, what should I just do? And I found myself in international relations and I wanted to uh, connect myself in diplomatic relations and just per se diplomacy. Uh, and that's why I guess uh, it will be my way to contribute to society and just to be myself. Thank you. And yes, as a diplomat, learning languages is critical and essential. You speak English very well. I'm sure your German is really good as well. What is your method, technique and secrets for language learning? Um, I guess try to be involved uh, into the atmosphere of a language. So, um, my, for example, my German. Um, it's okay, I guess, because I have only two years of studying it and I'm still in the process of proficiency. Uh, however, I have like subscribed to some pages and uh, uh, to some blogs in German. And I found it like really interac uh, interactive and interesting for me uh, because it's just to, to the way of how to how can I entertain myself and just to learn a language. And I combine it and it's kind of an efficient thing. Pages in German and bloggers and all that. So what do you think about social media, especially as a book oriented girl? Uh, I guess, uh, of course, we should uh, limit ourselves because I also find myself sometimes uh, just scrolling my uh, line on Instagram uh, for an hour. But uh, sometimes I found it also effective for me. Uh, that is why I think that here we should uh, just uh, subscribe on the right pages that can contribute to our personalities. And that's why uh, we can just combine two things that can be uh, just bad for us. For, I mean, uh, 
uh, we can combine some things uh, like uh, scrolling the net and just learning. And it could be for a benefit eventually. Thank you. Yes, that sounds so wise. Do you do something like yoga or meditation or, I don't know, maybe cooking that simple dish is your meditation? But how do you balance yourself emotionally and get yourself in your body, not only in your head, intellectually operating? Yeah, I have a really nice habit of walking. I really love walking and exploring new, even just uh, streets in my city. That's why I think it's the way how to be yourself and uh, just to... Yes. What do you notice when you're walking? Do you notice the breeze on your skin, the laughs of the children, the architecture around, or how your body is moving and interacting in that milieu or place or... What do you notice that makes walking such a hobby for you? Um, I like to explore, as I said, new streets and so on. But I love to um, see how people act around me. Just uh, see um, how people walk from the shop or something like that. And in such simple things, I found uh, myself... uh, in a moment, I don't know, just uh, to relax and uh, understand that the life uh, around me occurs. What is the meaning of life? I don't mean it in that way, but when you said life around me is happening, what is the meaning that you say, yes, this is life, but if I'm walking in another street, there is no life? No, I mean, sometimes... um, I locked myself uh, in a room and just to try to work a lot. And uh, in that moment, I'm trying to stop and just uh, to have a walk with my friends or something like that. Uh, like that. So for me, life, <laughs> just simple one, is just a daily basis just to uh, go for a shopping and buy something or go for a walk with my friend and talk about something. And uh, these simple things are really important also. Thank you. And as someone very productive, do you have many goals that you're progressing towards at the same time? Or do you try to focus on one thing at a time? I like to connect them uh, and just to find some benefits in one activity and just to um, connect another one and uh, be as productive as for me as possible, and just to uh, not overload myself. Thank you. Yes, it's very important not to overload yourself at all. Are you more of an emotional person or of a logical person? Because you're very curious and you love knowledge, but also emotions are important for you. Yeah, of course. And uh, that's why I think I'm more emotional person. Um, but I'm trying to write my emotions uh, on a paper sometimes when I'm just like too overload, as I said, or uh, when uh, it's uh, overwhelming me. That's why it helps a lot. Does that mean you have a journal and you journal or only use it when you feel overloaded with emotion? Yeah, I only use it uh, when uh, I'm overwhelmed. Thank you. Are you reading a book these days? 
Uh, I actually ended one. Can you tell me about it, what it was, and some idea or two you learned from it? Um, it actually was uh, the book. It's named The Sense of Ending, Ending by Julian Browns. And uh, I love it because it was, like, simple. And uh, it was simple in the start uh, by just uh, presenting some kids who were growing. And uh, in the end of the book, these kids who were, like, um, child, now they're adults. And then uh, they try to perceive some things in their childhood um, by being an adult and understand them more deeply. So it's about the perception, and I love it so much. You used the word simple again about this book and also before about the cooking. Tell me more about your interest in sim simple things. Are simple things more sincere? Are simple things less effort so you can relax more? Are simple things just more similar to your personality? What about simple things? This is not only to save time, because a simple book doesn't mean a short book. <laughs> what is uh, the fascination and interest in simple things? I guess simple things are more sincere, of course, because when they're like things are hard and uh, over a lot, you need to think more, you need to understand more, and sometimes it's led to an overload or overwhelming. But simple things, you can enjoy them from the start to the end, and it's beautiful. Thank you. And maybe other teenagers wish to apply for the same scholarship as you, but they think, no, I cannot do it, I will fail, might not, better not even try. What gives you belief in yourself that encourages you to try such things? Uh, I guess I should admit that um, uh, the way how I applied to my scholarship was um, along the way how I applied to Flex program and uh, HMC program in Ukraine. Uh, and uh, I actually was, was not selected. However, the networking web that I built there and the people that I met there were my motivation to uh, follow that way that I chose and uh, to apply again and just to be accepted. What is the meaning of networking for you? And what do you think are the best benefits of it? Because a lot of people don't network and they think it's maybe a waste of time or they don't see the benefits or don't even know how. Uh, I guess networking for me is always a support. Support of people around me and that way remind me the my way and it's important thank you so much maria and if you were to give any life advice that lesson or insight you had that you believe other people will benefit and have a better life if they understood and maybe to remind yourself of it what could it be mm, i guess it could be the thing that you need to explore and it's beautiful in like all all fields. So you can explore something in studies. You can explore something um, just down your street or just something new. And uh, it could be inspiring for you and uh, beneficial, of course. And uh, um, I guess it could be something that turn you on uh, 180 degrees and you will change your life maybe one day. 
Thank you. And I'm curious about something. You went to Tbilisi to study. How do you make friends in a new place like that? I guess um, I had a benefit of um, that uh, people were new to everyone and everyone were willing to get acquainted with each other. That's why it was quite easy for me to communicate with them. And also it was about uh, cultural differences. So it was really fun to share our cultural uh, identities and so on. So that's why we became friends. Thank you so much, Maria. Is there any projects you're involved with right now, maybe ecological or social studies or German studying or anything that you would like to raise awareness about? You can speak about it now. And what is the best social network for people to connect with you? So I guess the best social network is Instagram. Um, it's like a Mary... Um, and add so um sorry i don't know how to pronounce this like um, don't worry i will write it in the description okay i guess the best social network uh that should be used to contact me is like instagram and uh, i encourage everyone who is interested in some specific programs uh that i am a part of it, something uh, to write me and uh, to, to connect because I'm always willing to answer any questions. Thank you so much, Maria. It was a privilege, an honor, a great time, and I wish you a brilliant day. Thanks a lot.